Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now I'm uh, starting part three of my personal story as a targeted individual. Um, I want to give you an explanation as to why um, I'm making this video and explain uh, some of my actions that lead led up to this video and that, that will transpire after this video. Um, first and foremost, I want to let you know this is a very difficult decision for me. It's not something that came easy. I spent the better part of a week um, thinking about this. Um, I didn't choose to become a targeted individual. Um, no one chooses to be a targeted individual. If he gang stalked, no one chooses to be tormented psychologically. No one chooses to be tormented physically. No one chooses to be tormented emotionally or financially. Nobody chooses that. Um, somebody else chooses it for them. And it's not fair. Um, this is an ungodly, evil program. It literally robs you of the very essence of what life is supposed to be. You're supposed to have the ability to rise and fall on your own merits, on your own efforts in life and not be inhibited by some evil program that's designed for God knows what research purposes experimentation I don't know um, but that's not what life is supposed to be life is not supposed to be people sitting in a control room um, manipulating how you live day to day, moment by moment. That's not what life is supposed to be. So literally, I feel like my, not just my hands are tied, but like everything about me is tied. I feel like I'm literally in a straitjacket in a standing room only space, fighting just to breathe. And it's not fair. I don't get to have a normal life because I'm a targeted individual. I don't get to have a wife and kids and a career where I get to rise and fall on my own merits. That's not what targeted individuals get. What we get is grief and pain and hardship and loneliness. And it's not fair. So the purpose of this video is in hopes that when all is said and done that maybe some other targeted individuals in the United States and possibly even elsewhere will have a shot at maybe living the normal life that I didn't get to live because it's not fair and maybe somebody else will have a shot at a fair life 
I hope that my story gets some media attention and that targeted individuals will capitalize, at least here in the United States, will capitalize on that media attention and that'll give them a better shot at a normal life. And the biggest reason why I'm doing this is that for me I'm already here. I'm already at this point. I'm already a targeted individual. I've already been subjected to torture. For other targeted individuals, they're in the same boat. They're already there. They're already on that list. They're already subjected to torture. But if this program can stop, then maybe, just maybe, other people won't be subjected to this. They won't have to be tortured psychologically and, and physically and financially and emotionally. Maybe. And that's my hope. That's what this is about. So right now I want to talk to the elected uh, officials in the, uh, in the world here, well not in the world, but here in the United States. The senators, uh, the House of Representatives, uh, state and local government if you get to view this um, I challenge you to not just dismiss me and the stories of other targeted individuals as people having mental illness but to seriously consider the story and consider the possibility that the story could be true that it could be real um, I challenge you to seriously give it some research research it yourselves have your aides and assistants research it. Uh, I challenge you to open an investigation. Pass a bill, pass a resolution so that an investigation can be open. Establish a commission that will look into bioethics and the treatment of targeted individuals and not just dismiss it as these are schizophrenic people or these are people with suffering from psychosis or some other mental illness because that is not the case. Um, we are subjected to torture daily. And I challenge you. You took an oath. You took an oath to uphold the Constitution. I mean, you have a duty to see to it that every American has a shot at the pursuit of happiness. To, for for life, liberty, property, and the pursuit of happiness. You took an oath to that. And I challenge you to, to fight tooth and nail to see to it that every American citizen has a shot at that. Because as a, target, as a targeted individual, you do not. You don't. You have a shot at a half-life. You have a shot at something that is less than life, liberty, and property in the pursuit of happiness. That's what you have a shot at as a target individual. So I challenge you, elected officials, to do something. To do something that matters in the lives of your constituents and people across this country. To the media, 
I challenge you also to research and investigate this issue. Give it a real investigation, too. Don't just dismiss it as mental illness. Um, don't draw conclusions based on ignorance. Don't substitute taglines and lazy journalism for doing the real work that you're supposed to do, which is to look deeply into an issue and give both sides of it. Um, not just surface stories, but research the technology. Dig deeper. Question the FBI. Question the CIA. Question the NSA. Question the military. Question your government. That's what you're supposed to do. And I challenge you to do that. I challenge you to revisit this issue every single year because it deserves that much. I challenge you for for once to do something a little bit different than what's done during campaign season where we just get little blurbs and snippets from people's campaign speeches, but to, to really dig, dig deep and make a difference. That's what your role should be, and that's what I hope it will be for this particular situation. To those who participated in my stalking, knowingly and unknowingly, um, I want to start out with Marshall and Monica Johnson. got to be honest, man, it hurt. What you did to me hurt because you were like family. Um... To Elaine Laura in Las Cruces, um, I challenge you to come forward. Um, I don't know. I know you have financial issues and job issues, making money. You had a house to pay for and stuff like that. You had to support yourself. But look, I don't know what was told to you or anything like that. But I do know that. Whatever it was told to you to make you um, interact with me in the way that you did, it was a lie. To Buddy Parker and Wee Wah Hitchka, um, I honestly think you're an insider. And you're supposed to be a Christian man. And that hurts. Because if one part of the body... In Corinthians, it says if one part of the body is hurting, the, the whole body is hurting. And, I, and I'm paraphrasing. I, I mean, I don't know it by heart. But I do know that, that, that stalking someone and tormenting someone to the point where they would even consider this is, that's not Christ-like, man. That's not Christ-like at all. To my cousins, Roy Myers and Clifford Jones, what you did hurt, man. Um, there's no amount of money that would make me turn my back on my family, man. Seriously. There's no amount of money whatsoever that would make me turn my back on my family. And, you know, I don't know why you did what you did. I don't know if it was money. I don't know if it was blackmail. But I know it hurt. And some of you may not realize that you were participating in a this evil, ungodly program. If you didn't know, look, I, I, I get it, I understand, and I forgive you. But if you knew and you did it anyway, 
look, man, I, I hope you ask for forgiveness. I hope you get things straight. And I hope God has mercy on your soul, man, because it wasn't right. In a, in a weird way, you're responsible for everything that happens. Everything that happens in relation to this video. Um, and to be honest with you, everything that happens in relation to every targeted individual, because you're part of the problem. Every targeted individual that's suffering, every person that's suffering as a result of a targeted individual's actions, you are part of the problem. So with that, I challenge you to come forward um, and tell your story about how you got involved. Don't let threats, uh, whether it's financial threats or threats on your life or any sort of threats impede you from coming forward. Don't let uh, money, don't let a bribe impede you from coming forward. Uh, don't let fear stop you from coming forward because it matters that much. Stand for something. To Veronica Avilar uh, in Las Cruces, the probation officer. Look, I don't, I don't know what what you knew or what you didn't know. I don't know if you honestly had anything to do with the program or not. I know you lived across from me in an apartment. And I know when this all started, you started to act very strange towards me. Um, so if you were involved in some way, please come forward. Just the same. Come forward. I hope somebody will question you about your role. I hope somebody will question all the people I just mentioned about their roles and what happened to me. To Deputy Jamar Cotton, frat, I think you're a really good dude. Like you have a genuine, compassionate heart for people. You do so much for the community and you don't have to. Um, you just do it out of the goodness of your heart and I appreciate that. Um, continue to be that good person, man. I know that you're becoming, an, that you're an officer already. I know that you're trying to become a Mason. Um, and the Masonry is very active in this program. It is. And, you know, I don't know if that's just happenstance because so many police officers are Mason, but it's active. And look, man, I, I challenge you to keep that good heart, man, to keep that compassion, to keep that caring for others and not get involved in something like this, man, because look, man, good people don't have a place in anything like this, man. This hurts. This causes a lot of pain and a lot of damage to a lot of people, and it hurts. To Dr. Robert Duncan, I know you probably thought at the time you were doing something good, you were doing something positive, you were on the cutting edge of researching your particular field and your particular area of expertise. Um, but know that you caused a lot of pain and a lot of hardship to a lot of people. Um, targeted individuals are tortured every single day because of what you participated in, what you helped to create. So you have a special responsibility to, to eradicate this. You have a special responsibility to eradicate this, to come forward and do everything within your power. I mean, Honestly, man, you shouldn't get a moment's sleep until this is done, till this is dead, till this is completely eliminated. Because it's because of you. And I want to encourage everybody out there to 
again to so did you have an understanding that this is not just mental illness this is not psychosis this is not schizophrenia i want to challenge each and every one of you to pick up dr robert duncan's book project soul catcher secrets of cyber and cybernetic warfare revealed and then you'll know that this is real this is real um I also want to encourage you guys to look at some of the other prominent people uh, who have played a role in assisting targeted individuals or in uncovering gang stalking. I'm just going to check off some of the names. Uh, Ted Gunderson, uh, he's died and gone to glory, but he's a former senior FBI agent who became a targeted individual himself after exposing some of the secrets of this uh, program. Um, Dr. John Hall and Dr. Terry Anderson. They're pretty prominent voices for speaking out in favor of targeted individuals and eliminating gang stalking. Um, Renee Pittman Mitchell, she's a targeted individual herself in California. Uh, she's written several books on targeted individuals and our struggles. Uh, she gives advice to other targeted individuals. So to any targeted individual out there, I'm not just plugging her books, but check out her books. Maybe it will help you. Uh, deal with your own struggles, your own plight as a targeted individual. Deborah Tavares um, and Derek Robinson, they're targeted individuals themselves. Derek Robinson is very instrumental in an organization called FFCHS, uh, Freedom from Covert Harassment and Surveillance. This organization is dedicated to helping targeted individuals and uh, not just helping targeted individuals, but trying to get, get rid of gang stalking in this program as a whole, just eliminate it altogether. Check out these organizations and you'll start to realize that, you know, there is a lot more going on underneath the surface than what we know. It's so easy as citizens to get caught up in our own individual worlds that we, we don't think about stuff like this, but, but this is very real and it's very painful for a lot of people. To all the targeted individuals out there, know that I feel your pain. I know that you're hurting mentally, um, financially, physically, emotionally. I know that you're hurting. Um, and I admire your strength and courage um, to keep fighting the good fight. Stay in, hang in there. Stay strong. Uh, there's a little bit of shame in me that I don't have the same strength and courage that you have. I wish I did. I wish my faith was that strong. Um, <laughs> the Bible says that if you have mustard seed faith, that you could say to a mulberry tree, be thou uprooted from the ground and plant it in the sea. And you already know you can't really plant a tree in, in flowing water, but that's all it takes is that little bit of faith and, 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 and it'll, it'll work. But I'm sorry that I didn't have that amount of faith. I'm really sorry that I didn't have that amount of faith. Um, targeted individuals, don't let um, don't let any death in relation to this video be in vain. If there's any media exposure that comes from this, make sure that you capitalize on it. This is your opportunity to tell your story. You're on the lower rungs of the social economic ladder. Most of you don't have money. 
for advertisement to get media attention. Um, and most of you are ignored. Most of you are dismissed as mentally ill, either schizophrenic or psychotic or paranoid or all those sorts of things. But now is your opportunity to come forward to say, hey, look at me. I'm a target individual and this is what I experience. This is real. Um, don't miss that opportunity. Now is not the time to be Googling shielding techniques and Googling uh, all those things that you tend to focus on to just survive. Now is the time to come forward and say, look, you know, this is real. I am one. Stop it. I challenge you guys to come together as a collective, to band together. Um, divide and conquer is one of the strategies that strategies that they use for targeted individuals because if if they can keep us isolated and keep us separate then we don't have very much of a voice separate we have a very weak voice but together we have a very loud cry so come together um, don't don't let any promises of a better treatment or money or anything like that cause you to uh, do something ill to your brother and sister who is a targeted individual. I'm praying for you. Know that. And please pray for my soul as well um, that I can go to, go to glory. Uh, I don't want to spend my eternity in hell uh, as a result of being in this targeted individual program. I don't. Um, I didn't just like you. I didn't ask for it. I didn't ask for this. It was something that was thrust upon me against my will. Also, I want to let you know that I'm sending a packet to several of my friends uh, with this video and letters and other documentation in relation to my experiences as a target individual and stuff like that. But one of the letters in that packet is a letter to Congress. It's it's a letter to Congress asking them to, to, to once and for all do something about gang stalking. I encourage all of you to try to get your hands on a copy of that letter or make your own or find some petition or something to get to every your two United States senators and the House of Representatives for your particular district and all of your state and local government officials and say, hey, you know, do something, do something. Encourage your friends and family and co-workers and acquaintances to do the same thing, to sign this letter. Hmm. And please don't let my story die. Don't let this video die. Don't let any documentation die. Post it and repost it as much as you can on YouTube, on Vimeo, on GodTube, on Twitter, on Facebook, on post it on your friends' accounts on Twitter and Facebook, uh, Reddit, uh, pin Pinterest, everywhere you can. Don't let it die. Um, to the families of anyone uh, impacted as a result of uh, anything in relation to this video, uh, I know you probably don't want to hear anything I have to say. Um, I know you probably don't care what I have to say. I know you probably 
wish me ill will, and that I burn in hell. But I want to ask you to forgive me. And I hope that at some point you'll find it in your heart to forgive me. I, I really do. Um, I hope that part on the Our Father prayer rings true. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And that you'll forgive, uh, you'll forgive me. I know you probably think that I'm crazy or, or mentally ill or schizophrenic or psychotic. But I'm not. I'm perfectly sane. Unfortunately, my faith is weak, and it and and in my carnal mind, uh, this was the best I could come up with to fight. It may not be the best method, but and I'm sorry about that. But this is what I got. And this is the avenue that I took. To the families that were harmed by other targeted individuals, two in particular that come to mind, Jiverly Wong and Aaron Alexis, uh, these were active shooters who were also targeted individuals. Um, you have a special reason to not let my story die and to keep fighting to get rid of this program. You have a special reason because you lost loved ones as a result of this program. You didn't lose loved ones as a result of schizophrenia. You didn't lose loved ones as a result of mental illness or psychosis. You lost loved ones as a result of someone going crazy because they were tormented because of this evil ungodly program. And if you can dig and dig and dig and push Congress and push the media and push everybody to not give up on this story and uncover it then maybe you can get some just compensation for your loss and I encourage you to do that I challenge you to do that to everyone else Martin Luther King one of his quotes is the ultimate tragedy is not the oppression and cruelty by the bad people but the silence over that by the good people Now, you don't oppress targeted individuals, most of you, the vast majority of you, and you're not cruel to targeted individuals, but if you're listening to this video, watching this video, or if you hear about my story, then you know, you know that it's real now, or at least have an idea that it may be real, and you don't have a reason to be silent anymore. Your silence is literally at that point an ultimate tragedy just like Dr. King said I don't expect there to be a lot of silence over any lives that are lost I don't expect there to be a lot of silence over any people that might be injured I don't expect there to be very much silence about any emotional pain uh, that people experience and there shouldn't be any silence about those things but likewise, there shouldn't be any silence about the oppression and cruelty that target event individuals experience every single day. So please don't be silent about the psychological pain. 
Please don't be silent about the physical pain. Please don't be silent about the emotional pain. And please don't be silent about the financial pain that targeted individuals experience. Because just like those other things don't deserve silence, we don't deserve silence either. I'm sure that many of you would call me crazy, psychotic, schizophrenic, mentally ill. And you're entitled to your opinions, even though that they're wrong. But I want you I want to challenge you all not to just jump to a mental health conclusion. Uh, I want to challenge you not to make a conclusion based on ignorance without any facts. Um, I want to challenge you to think outside the box. I want to challenge you to ask questions, ask questions of your government, ask questions of every arm of your government, every agency, the CIA, the FBI, the NSA, um, state and local law enforcement, ask questions, be a skeptic. I want to challenge you to allow your humanity and curiosity to supersede your ignorance. Because right now, and I don't mean that in a disparaging way, but right now, ignorance is just simply a lack of knowledge, not knowing. There are a lot of unknowns with regard to this right now. Because it's complicated, it's difficult to understand, and it's hard to believe. But it's real. Don't remain ignorant. Don't choose willful ignorance and just make conclusions. Because that's the ultimate tragedy. And if you do that, know that you'll be helping thousands of American citizens just like me. And quite frankly, who are just like you. You'll be helping them to have a chance at a normal life, the life that you have. One where you get to rise and fall on your own efforts and your own merits. And after all the loss associated with this, after all the loss, think about that. Think about all the loss and then ask yourself, is it worth is it worth accepting those challenges? So I think if you if you if you think about the loss and ask yourself that question, the only answer that you can come to is yes, a resounding yes. And lastly, my message to God, uh, this one will not be in the form of a prayer, although it is pretty much a prayer that's been on my heart for the better part of, of a week. Um, Father, forgive me for what I'm about to do. Forgive me for all of my sins, past sins, present sins, any future sins. I'm sorry that my faith was so weak. Romans 8, 38 through 39 says, For I am convinced that neither death nor life, nor neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. And Romans 8, 1 says, There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Father, I really hope that those two scriptures hold true for me and for my soul. 
I don't want to be separated from you. And I don't want to be condemned for eternity for anything I've done. For anything I'm doing now. For anything I may do in the future. I don't want to be separated. I don't want to be condemned. So anybody watching this video, pray for me that those two scriptures ring true that I won't be condemned and that I won't be separated from God. And lastly, uh, Father, I do believe that you are the Son of God. I mean, Jesus, I do believe that you're the Son of God. I, and I, I do believe that you came to this earth as a man um, to live the life pure and holy, without spot or wrinkle, no blemishes. And that you died as a ransom for my sins and the sins of everybody. I believe that you are a savior and I believe that I believe that you died for all of our sins for all of our sins past present and future God and I hope that Lord you will forgive me and have mercy on my soul I love you and I thank you for the 31 years that you gave me amen and that is the end of my personal story as a targeted individual. Please, anybody out there watching this, if you're watching this, I mean this with utmost sincerity. This is real. This is not fake. This is not mental illness. This is not a joke. This is serious. Please don't let my story die. Please. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.